Today, I am talking to the founder of Vintori, entrepreneur, author, and thoroughly nice guy, Brooke Fouts. And he's going to talk about his book, Nought to 500 Properties. And we're going to learn all about getting new owners, how to do it, how to do it effectively, and how to hang on to them when you've got them. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information, and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, it is awesome to be back with you. And it's been one heck of a crazy week. Really, really busy because I sold my company. Well, in fact, selling it is probably not the best way of putting it. Uh, Let's put it another way. We have a strategic partnership in place now with a Canadian company that is providing support with a small and dynamic Canadian firm that focuses on providing operational and financial support to founders who are looking for sustainable growth and succession solutions. We've been working with them for the past six months in due diligence and all those wonderful things that have to happen before you can pass on the mantle to somebody else. And I'm going to be talking about that in another episode because there was so much I learned along the way. You know, I know I really wasn't prepared for everything that happened in those last six months. And there were ups and there were downs, but at the end it all worked out perfectly. And we believe that we found exactly the right group of people to take on our wonderful company, our amazing staff, and of course, all our amazing owners as as well. And I, I'm not actually going anywhere. It's a bit sort of, it's a bit odd actually, it's because it really is business as usual. My business partner and I, who've been in business for 20 years now, we signed away our partnership agreement last week. <laughs> And But we are still working within Cottage Link Rental Management. We're still going out to talk to new owners. We're talking to our existing owners. We're maintaining those relationships. So we are keeping our roles with owner liaison, owner acquisition. Yeah, as I say, it's, it's a little bit odd because I feel a little bit of freedom from responsibility. But on the other hand, as I say, just business as usual, really. And working with this absolutely great group of people who want to learn so much about the business. They don't have a track record in short-term rentals, but have learned so much and have taken so much on board the past few months. You'll meet them at some point in the future if you go to a, a VRMA conference or maybe a VRM Intel session. I'm sure they're going to be out and about uh, learning more and more about the business as, as we go on. So my future role in the business for the next couple of months is in transition. It's helping them to work through all our systems and processes and meet everybody that's involved. And and I'll just continue going out to visit new owners and 
putting my foot in the sand and in the water and, and enjoying my summer in a slightly different way. And of course, you know, there's going to be a lot more material for the podcast coming up because I'm, I'm certainly not getting out of this industry at all. And with that in mind, it seemed very, very appropriate, given what my role is going forward, that I should talk to the person who is probably the most respected in the owner acquisition space, and that is Brooke Fouts of Vintori. I've known Brooke for some time now, have worked with him, and thoroughly admire how his business model works. And he based what he does at Vintori on his own experience of growing his own vacation rental company, his own property management company. And he talks about that in his book, Nought to 500 Properties in Five Years, with a subtitle, A Playbook to Grow Your Short-Term Vacation Rental Inventory. And that's what this episode is about. It's about how to grow. And, you know, as, as I know that my company or my former company is going to be growing massively, I think, over the next five years. And we'll be using some of these tactics that Brooke talks about in this book. So without further ado, let's move on over to this great conversation with Brooke Fouts and see what we can learn. Well, I am super happy to have with me again, Brooke Fouts of Vintori. Brooke, welcome. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and to get the benefit of your wisdom and experience. So happy to have you back here again. Well, well Heather, I'm glad to be here again. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Not at all. It's, it's been a while. I haven't seen you for a few years. I haven't been able to get to any of the uh, conferences so far. And I think the first one I will get to might be in Vegas, the place mm-hmm. I probably like the least in the US. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, we'll be indoors. We'll be indoors. I don't even have to think about where I actually am in the world. But yes, I'll be there. I hope we get uh, get together then. We're going to talk today about your book, Nought to 500 Properties in Five Years. And we've actually talked about this before, but this was before you wrote about it. And I have actually read the book and think there is so much (laughs) terrific content in there for anybody that's thinking about growing their business. So I wanted to really so talk with you and explore some of the things that you talked about in the book and just uh, flesh them out a little bit more. How does that sound? Sounds great. Well, first off, thanks for, I'm glad you actually read the book and, you know, it kind of goes with our mission of trying to help uh, everyone in the vacation rental industry with their inventory growth goals. So I'm glad. Thank you for reading it. So oh. make sure you leave a review, by the way. So oh, it's not just my mom and her, like, you know, three bridge friends, you know, <laughs> you, can, you can always tell those. <laughs> you can always tell the mom reviews because I've written yep. them. <laughs> well, let's kick off for those people who don't know you just give us a bit of a an overview of who you are and yeah. why you wrote this book in the first place. I'd be happy to. So, you know, been in the vacation rental industry for about 15 years, stumbled into it like everybody does. Started a company called Vantage Resort Realty in Ocean City, Maryland. Grew that company pretty quickly, grew it from zero to 500 properties in five years, hence the name of the book. And then I've just held some various other leadership roles uh, within the industry. And then about three years ago, founded Vintory which is a sales and marketing platform that helps professional vacation rental managers 
grow their inventory. Uh, so we don't do anything with the guests. We don't do anything with uh, operations. We're focused exclusively on the supply side of things. But the reason I wrote the book, and uh, it was kind of interesting, funny story. So my my mar- I've got this great marketing team, and they came to me and said, "Hey, Brooke, you know, we think we should do like an ebook." And I came to him. I said, "I'm not doing an ebook. I'm like, if we're going to do a book, I'm doing a real book, you know." And then I was like, "Oh no!" And then I realized what I just did. They just totally suckered me into this and led me right down the the path. So I'm a big fan of kaizen. You know, these small little incremental improvements. So uh, the first step was really just to kind of organize a lot of the content that we had on the website. Uh, you know, our, our, we've done tons of videos. We've done you know, spoken, presented at uh, tons of conferences and things like that. Done lots of blogs. So I just kind of started organizing all that data and all that information into into chapters, and that became really the baseline of the book. And then fast forward a little over a year later, and next thing you know, I just kind of set the goal, and the the book was live uh, end of March. So we're super proud about about it, and happy that a lot of people—I mean, people I never even expected—have uh, gotten a lot of great uh, takeaways out of it. And I didn't expect anybody to read it, but it actually seems that people—you know—I think over three thousand people have actually read the book, downloaded the book. So I'm super excited about that. Well, congratulations on it. And, and I, I love it. I mean, I'm, I've been a property manager for 20 years. As you know, I'm no longer CEO of Cottage Link Rental Management. That mantle has been passed on to a great team who have taken over the growth of my company for the next however many years. And we're super excited about that. But I'm still going to be in that role for some considerable time of acquiring new properties because I know the importance of that type of growth. We can't be in this industry without these properties. So actually getting them is is such a primary focus. Let's just go back over the last 18 months or so and just talk about what changes you've seen in that uh, that area of owner acquisition and then I'll tell you what changes that we've seen yeah well I'd love to I'd love to hear what you have to say but from from my perspective I've seen a couple different things how you know just kind of owner acquisitions changed over the last called 18 months or so I mean first is everybody out there has way more demand than supply I mean nobody has enough supply I think if I ask you know I ask this question every time is if I gave you 10 more properties, would you have them book solid this season? And they laugh, you know, because the answer is absolutely. You know, they have way more guests. And you think about it, all these guests are, you've already got the acquisition cost for them to call in and respond and, and kind of call your your reservation line or inquire. So definitely the first thing is just there, there's not enough, um, a, not enough supply out there. So everyone needs more inventory. Another thing I'm just seeing, and, and you may not see this, but we're, Secondary markets, call it these maybe B markets or C markets, these non-traditional leisure markets are doing unbelievably well. So these are markets, I mean, I'm just thinking of some some of our partners and some non, you know, this is not the Breckenridge, this is not the Vale and the Aspen and Outer Banks. These are markets like Arkansas, <laughs> um, Texas Hill Country, you know, upstate New York, West Virginia, they are absolutely killing it. And there's not much competition. It's like one of my favorite books, Blue Ocean Strategies, you know, and where you're just going after this, you know, non competitive markets and they're doing really, really well. And honestly, maybe I'll plant a seed here for somebody. If I were starting a vacation rental management company right now, I would not go after any of the, the normal traditional leisure markets. Uh, super competitive markets. I would go after some of these secondary, called B or C markets, and they're they're having a field day. They're killing it, doing really really well, and uh, it's a, an interesting concept just with uh, not much competition. 
what else am I saying? Uh, a lot of the large, uh, you know, I'll just say large venture back conglomerates, uh, whenever they go into a market and they acquire a company or a couple companies, inevitably a lot of that inventory churns. So the partners that we have in markets where some of these large companies are going in and acquiring are having a field day. It is a once in a lifetime opportunity because so much of that inventory is churning. I mean, as much as 30, I've even heard in one market, 50%, as much as 50% of that inventory is actually churning. So it's, um, it's it, you know, the, the best thing that ever happens to us is when a one of these large companies comes in and uh, acquires uh, a company. We end up getting a lot of uh, you know leads from uh, any of the, the companies in that market. I'm trying to think what else we're seeing. We're also seeing a lot of inbound marketing um, you know, working, uh, and you know inbound marketing. You know, we're pu- you're pushing out blog content and stuff like that. You know, interactive content is working really, really well. Um, these are like those interactive calculators. We we all of our enterprise uh, partners get this interactive. Con- uh, interactive ROI calculator. And that's working really, really well as far as, uh, you know, bringing in leads uh, and converting that traffic you already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just seen this enormous change in in our market. And, and I think I put it down to a couple of things that, you know, one is just like every other market everywhere, prices, second home prices have gone up just stratospherically in the last 18 months. And what we have here in Ontario now is people with properties that they're struggling to afford as interest rates also go up and inflation rises and gas prices and everything that we're all seeing. So if they bought a property without rental as, as an investment strategy, it certainly is in there now. And since September of last year, we have not gone a day without at least two inquiries Wow. from potential owners. Now, sometimes it's those those owners who are looking to buy. So they'll send us the MLS numbers and we'll look at them and we'll give them our views and opinions on, on how those properties are going to do in the rental market. And, you know, some of them, we've had four or five different inquiries for exactly the same listing. <laughs> and, you know, we know, okay, we're not going to get all four of those unless they, they all find different properties. But it, it's been... It's been fascinating. So that there is that. We've, we've seen recently that, you know, a lot of inquiries just actually not converting and trying to figure out why that is the case because we're not seeing them with anyone else. So hmm. it could be that they're going back on the market. They're, they're reselling before the market goes down uh, hmm. with some of the newer properties. I don't know. But, uh, but we are converting a lot. Good. And, yeah, and as you say, the demand is not dropping and I have to say that every time I see something else on the news about lineups at the airport and how awful it is to travel, and, and we have a massive domestic market, it's just keeping people at home, which is <laughs> exactly where we want them to be. And in a couple of things that you said, you know, said um, one about all these other, you know, the properties floating around. I talked to Lance and Elaine Stitcher recently, and they've seen massive growth. They're a inventory partner. Yep. Yeah, in, in their inventory. And part of that is, you know, some of the consolidators coming into the area and the churn happening in those companies. And they are such a great company to watch grow. And I'm sure, yeah. I mean, you're, you're partnering with them, so. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're ecstatic. They're great partners and doing an incredible job and expanding really, really fast. And uh, just, you know, honored to be, uh, you know, a partnership with them. Yeah. 
So yes, it's uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on in the market. It's very exciting. And as I, I continue to work in that side of the business, I'm really enjoying looking forward. But all the time, though, we are, you know, we've got to consider that this gravy train might slow down. <laughs> and, and of course, there's other property managers coming in. So there is more competition all the time. So we have to do something different. So this yeah. is, you know, this is where I got excited about your book because <laughs> you, you teased the whole process apart. So it wasn't just, you've got to go out and get new properties. You took it and said, okay, you've got to go out and get new properties, but you've got to think deeply more deeply, I guess, about how you go about this. And it's, it kicked off with, I think it's almost in the introduction, when you're talking about different types of managers. And I hadn't really thought about it that way. Can you just expand on that a bit? Because I've interviewed a lot of managers and they have very different goals and strategies. You know, I've, I've interviewed one who, who just deals in one very tight community in uh, yeah. Oregon. And, and it's just almost one, one little district, one little community in, in her town. And she gets very involved in, the, in that community and that's where she wants to be. And then I've interviewed others who are so focused on hospitality and the guest experience. So mm -hmm. it was very interesting to read in your book how you know, to actually define those different types. So can you just take us through them very briefly? Because yeah, I'm I mean, talking about no, there's there's tons of different types, right? And you, no two property managers or vacational managers are the same. You know, you have the, you know, which was me, more of the entrepreneurial uh, vacational manager who is all about growth. Like I, I, for me, it's all about you know growing and building a, a successful company and just getting it to the next stage and setting those goals. And uh, I don't want to say growth at all costs, but you know, it's like I have you know I, I lay out really like. You know, and I'm speaking as though I'm that persona. persona. Uh, you know, you, you set these goals and you have to do everything to kind of achieve that. And then you have more of like the hospitality, you know, VRM that wants to build a great experience. They want to, you know, let everyone know how great this market is and just deliver that great experience. You know, and then there's some other, there's, you know, multiple other ones I talk about in the book, but a, a new one that I just kind of added and I've seen it, you know, seeing them more and more. It's um, if I were to kind of create a persona, it would be like uh, maybe it's millennial Mike. I don't know. I'm making it up here. These are these newer Airbnb hosts, you know, where maybe they own one to five properties. Maybe they tell people how great they're doing and, more, you know, their neighbors and their friends are adding, asking them to, you know, manage their properties. A lot of them are doing it in multiple markets. They're not doing it just in one specific market. They don't live in the market. Um, and they're looking to grow, though. They're a little bit more technology-focused. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm going to a conference, uh, the short-term uh, STR Wealth Conference down in Nashville next week. And it is, uh, there's, they've got over a thousand attendees mm -hmm. at that conference. It's unbelievable. You know, where, you know, I, I was in Branson, you know, which was, a, you know, Vera Mintel, which was a great event, you know, more traditional, you know, market. Uh, you know, maybe there was 50 to 75 to 100 people there. This is more of the traditional side. So it's just, it's funny how they, they come in, they're active and they're really looking to grow. And yeah, we're, we're seeing them all over the place. So there's, there's lots of different personas uh, for sure uh, out there right now. Yeah, I quite like you have a, a section where you can rank where you are mm -hmm. in, in in each each persona to come up really with the one that that, that perhaps which, suits which you. Which for you, Heather? Um, hospitality, 
Yeah. You know, it's all, all about hospitality for me. I mean, I would have said entrepreneur, but that would maybe was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm, I'm hospitality. I'm hospitality driven. Yeah. It made me think of Brittany Blackman, who is, you know, definitely in that area. It's all about the guest experience. But for her, it's also about the owner experience, too. So so that, that was just very interesting. And that was just at the very beginning. Um, we then you then move on to marketing, you know, how you attract these owners and you know, maybe owner acquisition is, I've been trying to think of different ways of, of talking about it. To me, it's owner attraction. How do you, you know, get that magnet out and pull them in? Um, and you talk about outcome marketing. And I just wanted you to tell us a little bit more about what that actually means. Yeah, I mean, it's simply put, you know, outcome marketing refers to really the, the bigger picture. I always like to say, you know, every time you know, I'm with my team, I tell them, you know, like, you know, start with the end in mind. Like, what are we trying to achieve? Let's start there and then work backwards from there. So for me, you know, talking about out, outcome marketing here for as far as owner acquisition, it's going to be more. It's not just signing up a new owner, a homeowner, but a, a, think about it as a property that's going to produce a really solid income for years to come, and you also get a good owner that's a partner with you, that's not gonna torment your staff, not gonna call you about every little scratch, you know what I mean, on the table. Th- thinking it from a, a deeper sense and a, more of the long-term uh, strategy, you know, look, it, very often it could be a little bit more work up front. Maybe you have to go through more leads to kind of get that right person, uh, but the overall long-term results improve you know, dramatically. It's kind of like I, I tell our sales team right now, it's not about just signing up, getting that win, just signing up people on the platform. Then they churn six months later. That doesn't do anybody any good. It's about getting the right partner on our platform that understands exactly what the, uh, we're trying to achieve. That is, you know, set the right expectations, and they're going to be a long-term partner for us for for years to come. Uh, same kind of a you know analogy, if you will, for for our industry. I've I've often taken taken the view when i'm talking to uh, talking to new owners and when they say you know what what's the most important part of what we do and and to me it's a, it's the relationship it's that it's the relationship between between us and that owner because if we yep. don't have a good relationship out of the gate then it's not going to work in the long run and those you know we've we've had those in the past i think everybody has where you've perhaps had that those doubts uh, at the outset and yeah, you know, you may as well flag them then because you know they're the, going to be the ones that will disappear the earliest. Yeah. But the ones that, you know, even if, even if you know, you, you tag them high maintenance, but you have a great relationship at the outset, you know that they're going, there's going to be some longevity in there. Um, and, yeah. and that's something I learned from you when I first saw you speak uh, at a Vacation Rental Managers Association conference. And, and I saw your chart about the value of inventory and the five-year and 10-year value and it that that really opened my eyes because yeah. i hadn't really thought about it like that before heather it blows my mind i mean i i uh, i had another partner come to me where they were a prospect at the time at a i just presented at a vera mintel presentation down in uh, destin and this woman is highly respected been in the industry for 30 years and she said the same thing she's like brooke i've never gone through the math of actually calculating what one property is worth over the lifetime. And it was shocking to me to realize how much money these property owners are worth. But the the quick, I'll give you the quick uh, hack right now so we won't have to go through the whole math. Whatever the gross, if you follow industry averages with churn and gross margins, the lifetime value is equal to the gross booking revenue. 
So if you sign up a new property, it's still in $50,000 in gross booking revenue. That is the lifetime value and net profits, uh, assuming you fall within, you know, industry averages within churn and, and profit margins. So it's, it's pretty significant, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. And yes, it, I, I came away from, from that particular conference. That, that was the one where they had to open the doors <laughs> to the next yes. room to fit, fit everybody in. I uh, yeah I thought I, I thought how rude they're actually starting because it was the last session of the last day yes. and I thought nobody was going to be there and they started opening up the walls and I thought it was because they were cleaning up already I was like man how rude and then I realized there was about fifty people on the other side of the wall just listening in that was uh, but I don't think it had anything to do with me because that was my first presentation I think it was just the topic it just shows you how how important new inventory acquisition is in our in our industry right now exactly exactly and I you know I'd been to countless VRMA conferences before that and not had that sort of information on owner acquisition uh, at that time so uh, so yeah just just shows how necessary. Uh, it was. It, it seems a bit weird because we couldn't. We can't do this business without getting properties. So <laughs> why? I, I always say it's it's like having a grocery store with no inventory on your shelves. You don't have a business. You know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's move on to what I felt was the real meat of this because it was something that I you know really learned from. You talk about the seven components of an owner offer because those seven components seem to feed through into the actual marketing and your landing pages and really everything that you're going to do to attract new owners to your company. So what are these seven components? Can you talk about them? Yeah. So first off, whenever we sign up a new enterprise partner, the first thing we do in onboarding is we actually build out their the seven key components, their messaging building blocks. And this becomes the baseline, Heather, for all the other marketing that we do. Mm-hmm. And actually, if anybody wants to email me, just brooke at venturi.com. Uh, I'm happy to give you a little template uh, that we use. And But you, the, what's great about this is you can use this in all your marketing in the future. So it doesn't matter if it's a landing page, a direct mail piece, a marketing brochure, whatever it happens to be, this becomes the baseline of all your other new homeowner uh, acquisition marketing. Um, So yeah, those seven key points are, I'll go through each one of them. So the first is USP or unique selling proposition. And that simply means is what sets you apart? What makes you different than everybody else? If you can kind of consolidate your business and what differentiates you, you know, in one sentence or two sentences, what is that? That's that USP. Um, up next, number two would be features can, can and just, benefits. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. it probably goes into features and benefits because it, it, it was your story of Schlitz beer. So make sure you bring that one in. Yes. Yeah. I love that one. So, uh, features and benefits, it's like your, your services and why they matter. So a couple examples and I'll talk about, uh, Schlitz beer, which I think is a good one. Um, you know, let's just say you, you have a full-time revenue manager on your staff that does this and you use the, the latest technology, highlight that. And I think, you know, maybe this is a good uh, analogy for, or, well, I'll go into trust-based accounting would be another one. You know, very often, you know, when we're going through and we're consulting with new partners, we ask them, do they do trust-based accounting? And they say, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, is it required in your state? No, it's not. Well, highlight it. And they're like, well, everybody does it. Or same thing with revenue management. Everyone does it. And that, so there was a great book. One of my favorite books is called Ready, Fire, Aim. And what they talk about is um, it, t- it talks about how Schlitzbeer, they went through, uh, they, brought, they hired this ad agency to come in and say, 
you know, and do this full analysis. I think they were in last place at the time. And this is back in like the 30s or 40s or something like that. And they went through and they said, all right, what sets you apart? What makes you unique? And they walked them around their 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 uh, entire you know manufacturing plant, and they realized that they would you know steam the bottles to 180 degrees to make sure there was no impurities. They you know the owner of the company goes to Bavaria and like got the hops, and they were talking about this. And you know when they were interviewing them, they were saying, well, why don't you highlight this? And they said, well, everybody does this. And the point was, well, nobody knows about that, <laughs> you know. So they created this marketing campaign that highlighted these different campaigns or the highlighted these different things that they did that were that nobody knew about. And next thing you know, I think they went from eighth place to first place, like over a couple years, just highlighting the things that they were already doing. Um, so I thought it was a great you know, story. And thank you for you know bringing that up. Um, the, the the third thing we, we highlight in kind of those seven key uh, messaging points are trust icons. So, you know, a lot of people, you, I'm sure everyone sees this, but they do work. And it's a little bit more of a subconscious level. It's trust icons are, are logos that build trust within your target. So this could be if you're a, a better business bureau uh, member and you have an A plus rating, you know, highlight that on there. If you're an Airbnb super host, put it on there too. Premier partner from Verbo. If you're a member of VRMA or a, mem- a member of Chamber of Commerce, highlight those logos on there. It just subconsciously it's building trust with your the new homeowners that uh, are coming onto that page. Up next would be uh, social proof. Social proof is so important. If you can get reviews from your owners, you know now ideally it'd be actually video interviews. But if you can't do that, just get some quotes. Try to make it, you know, feel like them as much as possible. So obviously don't have, you know, of course you can do guests, but try to have it from the target you're going after. So on your owner landing page, or if you're doing any kind of direct mail to attract new homeowners, obviously you want it from new homeowners. You can really even do, I mean, I'm I'm getting to like a pro level here, but if you're doing um, direct mail, you can even do uh, dynamic digital printing where you're actually, uh, who you're targeting uh, let's say you're targeting one condo building over another, you can actually have the quote directly from somebody that's a current owner in your program that's from that building already. But again, that's more of a, a pro level. Just, um, just, um, I just want to stop you there because it, yeah. that, that just reminded me of something that, that resonated with me when I read the book about the direct mail. And, and I know when I go up to my mailbox, I open my mailbox and I pull out this great <laughs> pile of junk. <laughs> and I glance at it and it goes and it goes and you, and you, you mentioned that you, and I don't know whether it sort of ties in with what we're talking about here, but I want to bring yeah, it in here. You know, you talk about it's that, like standing over a trash can, you know, that's, what, uh, that, that you, you literally, we didn't plan this. That's the next point compelling offer. So that is, <laughs> that is perfectly, you teed me up perfectly. Good job. Um, so that's called compelling offer. So my acid test is somebody is standing over the trash can reading their mail or the recycling bin or the shredder, whatever happens to be, and you literally have a a second or two to catch their attention and give them some reason to, and this is how I read my mail, just one reason to put that piece of mail aside and, Mm -hmm. you know, make a, you know, even if it's a a second guessing it or putting it aside, you know, you're going to maybe contact them later. It's something like that, but you want to give them a reason to just pull it out of the pile. So it could be, you know, a free smart home package included if they respond within said date. Uh, you always want to have kind of that sense of urgency, you know. Uh, no commission for the first year if you call before end of the month. Something that just makes them kind of pull that uh, aside uh, and set it aside. And then number six would be risk reversals. 
I love risk reversals. I, I learned this from, you know, my, my good friend. I know your friend, David Angotti, you know, where it's, um, you know, Evolve has a great one. It is their risk-free guarantee. If for any reason you are unsatisfied, you can cancel and they will give you a full refund of all of your commissions, which to me is unbelievable. Now, if you read the fine print, it's literally from month six to month seven that you have to do it. And if you think about it, and you know, you probably are sitting on a bunch of reservations in that period. You're not going to cancel those reservations. Um, and I just think it's a great, you know, uh, it's a great risk reversal. It gets your attention. And, you know, to me, it's, when you're going through the sales process, it's almost like, what have I got to lose? You know, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll be candid. I'll give you Venturi's risk reversal. It is, we have a free 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you sign up and any reason for within the first 60 days, you are not happy, you can cancel. We will give you 100% of your re, uh, 100% mm-hmm. re, uh, refund. So what do you have to lose? It's kind of like, oh, I, got, I mean, I'm sure you've seen every infomercial that does these things, but they work. And yes, you're going to have to give a refund every once in a while, but you signed up 10x the customers or owners, uh, you know, in the end. Uh, so it's good. I think um, I think everybody listening to this will have done that at some point. They will have <laughs> signed up for something because... Yep. There was the the, there was risk reversal on it, and and they turned yep. to their partner, or whatever, and said, "Well, we can always bail out yeah. and get and our they never money do. back." And they never do, yeah. <laughs> or very rarely do they do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and but don't be upset when you do have to give a refund, because I guarantee, if you look at Evolve, I mean, uh, you know, I I would love to you know be a fly on the wall in Evolve and understand how much refund they've actually given on that. You know, I bet you it's peanuts uh, when it's all said and done. But how many more owners did they sign up because of that risk-free guarantee? Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite ones. And this is actually, I would call this a USP, a compelling offer, and a risk reversal. So my friend Sean, he's got this great, great risk reversal, or you can call them all that. His thing is we will not charge a commission if we ever get anything less than five-star review from a guest. Think about that. Wow. <laughs> if he if he doesn't get a five-star review from a guest, he charges zero commission. So talking about like, wow, like, you know what I mean? I want to partner with this guy. You, and you look at his reviews, he's got like 4.97 stars. I mean, he is, and to me, it also, it's a true partnership. It's accountability from his perspective that he has to deliver uh, a good service. But I actually love that one. Again, that's a USP, a compelling offer and a risk reversal. Um, and then last but not least is call to action or CTA. So what is it you want your target, in this case, a new homeowner to do? Is it call? Is it to text? Is it to scan the QR code that you have on there, which we see is really, really popular nowadays. We can talk about some of the reasons why that's really uh, been helpful. Maybe it's just filling out a form. Uh, but some some key points here with the calls to action. Don't just say, you know, click here. Don't just say call. Make it actionable. A good one that we we see a lot is learn how much you'll earn, you know, uh, on your property, or give them some kind of reason to want to actually do that call to action. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, we've been doing that for years. You know, it's it's not just fill in a contact form. It's download this. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll give you these ten reasons why you should do X. Yep. And. You know, I, I, I download these things all the time. So I know that other people will. You know, there's lots of people out there like me. And yeah, yeah so great. I love those. You know, once again, learning from you. I'm thinking about risk reversal. That, that's definitely something to, to think about. And, you know, the, the whole compelling offer has, has always been front of my mind as well. 
you know, when I mean, we're in a, a small area with a lot of vacation rental companies. We've got, you've got to stand out from them somehow. You can't go to an owner who says, so what do you do that your competition doesn't? And say, well, we all do much the same thing, which is what I used to say. I said, we all used to do much the same thing, but, you know, we're better. But now, you know, I, I know we've got to do much more than that to make it more compelling for people to come with us than, than, than with well, others. Again, remember what we talked about before, how valuable these contracts are. Not only from the lifetime value, you know, we talked about a $50,000 a year gross booking revenue property is worth $50,000 in, in profits. But when you go to sell your company, those contracts are super valuable. I mean, in, in, if you look at Vacasa's investor deck, I mean, they, they paid on average $21,000 per contract across the board. And I've seen contracts go for 30, you know, and I think this year it's probably closer to $30,000 a contract. I've seen 30000 this year, 40000 70000 I've even seen $98,000 a contract. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to, you know, give them something special to sign up. It is super valuable to get them in your program. I mean, you are buying future revenue and future income. So don't be afraid to spend a little bit of money. Yeah, exactly. So in, in taking, taking that to the next stage, I, I've all, and I know this is something that you've mentioned, you mentioned it in the book, that, that you've often been surprised to go to some of these companies' websites and find that there is virtually nothing to <laughs> attract an owner. There's loads of lovely listings, but if I'm, a, if I'm an owner thinking, well, I would like my listing on there, how do I get it there? And there's nothing to tell you how to get there. So you talk about landing pages. Yeah, well, first, the first thing we see is it's hard to even find. Mm-hmm. Um, it's buried under like six submenus, and you know you can't even find it. And it's like when you ask them about it, like, oh, well, you go here, 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 and then, you know, and you just you're like, all right, ask your friend, ask your neighbor to like go find how they would do it, and they can't find it because I couldn't find it, and I, I do this for a living. So the first thing is make it really easy to find. Um, again, if you look at the value of these contracts, you know everybody has their guests, their, their call to action is a big button on their homepage. We recommend doing the same thing. Put in the upper right hand corner, make a contrasting color, make a big button, and it says, you know, uh, Mike Harrington with Carolina Retreats does a fantastic job of this. You know, it's like, um, you know, partner with us in the upper right hand corner, or you know, become an owner in our rental program. But make it contrasting color, big, easy to find. Again, reduce friction in that buying process and make it easy as possible. So once you can hopefully get them to that page. Then, you know, what do you do to make that landing page better and, you know, converts better? I mean, the you, first thing you want to do is you want to follow those seven key messaging building blocks we just talked about. Like that is, you know, core number one. But you, you want to, there's lots of different things you can do to make the page better. You want to have a good uh, quality hero image of a property that looks like their properties. Like take, you know, really good high res picture and you want that above the fold. You want to make sure you have a form above the fold uh, as well. Don't bury it in the bottom. Don't have it as an email. Just ask two or three questions. Here's a stat, though. If you, the more questions you a- uh, ask on to filter down, and I've seen people ask like 30 questions. Well, guess what? 
<laughs> your conversion rate is going to go down immediately. So what you want to do is you want to ask just the bare minimum uh, questions you need on that form to, to uh, make sure that it's uh, getting filled out. But you also want to connect that to a CRM that has some kind of marketing automation you know, tied into it. If you add an explainer video, uh, you'll actually increase the conversion. I think I've heard uh, some stat up to 34% if you actually build a nice explainer video. A lot of people think, well, I, you know, I don't have the time or the bandwidth or I don't have the money to afford uh, a good explainer video. Well, guess what? You can go onto Upwork and get somebody to do a nice explainer video on your uh, using your existing properties, using some other B uh, B roll uh, video, uh, and literally, you know, we were paying two hundred fifty bucks uh, or so to get these uh, these explainer videos on there, and it's going to increase conversions. Um, so again, that, those are some kind of key ones. I mean, there's a lot more we could drill down into, but again, if you start with just the key messaging building blocks. Uh, make it easy to navigate to, uh, have a form above the fold. Uh, and again, I, I do actually, uh, we have an infographic I'm happy to you know share with you, or if anybody wants to uh, email me, it's the essential elements that make a great landing page. And we, I'm happy to email that to anybody. That is great. You mentioned CRM, and that's something that we've, we've struggled with over, over a, a while. It's actually tracking leads. Can you share some thoughts on that? Because I know when I worked with you, we, we, you know, we, we started with HubSpot and then uh, yep. you, of course, at Vintori have your own bespoke CRM. But what about those people who, who are just starting out? Every time I ask this question, it's like, do you have a CRM for guest marketing? Uh, and everybody answers yes, or 98% of the, the, the property managers out there answer yes. But when I ask them if they have a CRM for owner acquisition, you know, the majority of them say no. And I ask them, well, how are you keeping track? And they're like, post-it notes and yellow pads, you know, legal pads. And, but again, if we go through the math of what, how valuable these, uh, these properties are, uh, we realize how, how important it is. So, yeah, there's, there's lots of different CRMs out there. There's HubSpot. There's Zoho. There's, you know, the 800-pound gorilla with uh, Salesforce. You know, just use something. Just do not use a post-it note uh, or, uh, or a legal pad. Um, you want to keep track of these. Look, one of the things we've realized was from tracking a lot of these leads with our, you know, we have over, you know, over 300 partners have signed up on our platform. As much as 50% of the deals that close came from a lead that was at one point, Heather, in long-term nurturing uh, mm-hmm. stage. And, you know, so if you have it in a sticky note, if you have it in a legal pad, you are not following up with them. So create, use a CRM. I mean, HubSpot is free. You know what I mean? The Vintory platform is as cheap as $300 a month and it has all this marketing automation, you know, built into it and, and, and tracking and everything else. So what you can do is if a lead comes in, put it into the CRM. And if they just say, I'm not ready to sign up right now, maybe I just bought the house. I want to enjoy it a little bit, or we need to do a bunch of renovations, or I'm sitting on $80,000 worth of future reservations, put it in the long-term nurturing sequence. And then what you can do is in a systematic way, you can drip out content, you can drip out information to them. We, we recommend doing majority of it non-salesy. It could be things that are going on in the community, things are going on in the market, major news you know, that, that is happening in that area, if like a new, you know, building a new water park, you know, tell them about that. You, know, you want to drip information to them uh, and that we see them coming back time and time again. So, yeah, leverage some kind of CRM. It doesn't need to be fancy and just make sure you're dripping you know, content and dripping information to them on that long-term nurturing uh, basis. Uh, and I love, I love that you brought up long-term nurturing because it's, it, it, it is such a key aspect of it. You know, just because somebody doesn't get back to you or they, they tell you they've gone with somebody else, that doesn't mean they're gone. Yeah. 
It oh, does no, not mean not they're gone. <laughs> and we, we, we have quite a sure. few who've 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 said, okay, you know, thanks for coming out to see us. We've decided that we're going to try it on our own for a year or so. And we're going to go on to Airbnb and do our own thing. Well, I yeah. know probably that if they were looking at a property management company in the first place, then they probably won't like what happens to them if they're doing it by themselves on Airbnb. You know, that it, there's a lot of hassle involved. And at some point in the future, they're going to come back. And if we don't, as a company, maintain our presence in their inbox, then they might forget about us. And I know I've, I've had this in the past where somebody's called and said, I think I spoke to you a few years ago. <laughs> and I don't want that. I don't want them to say, I think no. I spoke to you a few years ago. I want them to say, hey, I spoke to you a few years ago and you've been sending me stuff ever since. Uh-huh. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and and you well, know, something it's, as simple it's... as, you know, just uh, uh, throw this one in. I wrote an article a while back and it was seven things, might have been nine things, not to have in your vacation rental. Seven things you should never have. And, it, you know, it, it's things like candles and glass top tables. But it's, it's been such a popular, because people love negative stuff. Yeah, no. If you great. tell them something that they should not do, they're more likely to read it than if you, yep. tell, if you send them something that they should be doing. So I found that that one, you know, it's a blog post and just send them the link to the blog post. You don't have to do anything, but you want them mm-hmm. back on your site so they can see the other content that you've been putting on there since they were last there. Yeah, yeah I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I learned that from you, actually. So, <laughs> But yeah, long-term nurture, I, I love this idea. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm probably saying exactly what you'd be saying. <laughs> you said don't leave people hanging out there and forget about them. But any, do you any, have any other methods to you know, keep that long-term nurture going? And is there a point where you just stop and take them off and forget about them? Um, not really, because it's, it's free. Until they say, stop bothering me, <laughs> you know, we don't. Because everyone is in different phases of the buyer journey. You just don't know where they are. You know, they, you know I always say there's this spectrum, and you're just trying to move them one stage uh, forward. And, you know, some people, you know, it may take them a year. It may take them two, three years. Uh, but, yeah, just drip out content. But, it, I mean, you don't have to do anything. The, mm-hmm. the, that's the beauty of the system. It's just you just have to write the one email. You know, and then you can push it out. Doesn't matter if it's you know to three people or three hundred people. It's going to get out to them, and you know who knows? They forward it to maybe their neighbor. They forward it to a friend. You know, but you're top of mind, uh, and that's pretty you know critically important. Um, anything you can do for you know, we're, I'm big fans of interactive content. So anything you can do for interactive content is always helpful. Uh, again, going back to David Angotti with the the fall foliage map. I mean, that's probably one of the greatest uh, interactive uh, pieces of content I've ever seen in my life. You know, I think it's had over 10 million unique visitors. It's been featured by NASA, uh, USA mm-hmm. Today, Travel and Leisure. I mean, that's a great one. But you know, specifically for the vacational industry, you know, we we build out these ROI income, you know, projection calculators um, where anybody can enter in their basic information and it kind of spits out, uh, you know, what the property will will do in rental income. But it's customizable by you for your markets, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, and all of our enterprise partners get that, you know, included. That's because you have all this organic traffic already coming to your website. Uh, so you just want to, you know, convert that. Um, you, you mentioned something before and, and I, it, it sparked an idea with uh, or a strategy we've done with a couple of our partners you know, the tire kickers, right? The people that are, you know, um, thinking about buying a property uh, and they want to, you know, they want you to send a rental projection. Well, how much time do you go through that? And the conversion rates are so low. 
so we did for a couple of our partners is we actually created an interactive map. And what we did is we, we, we create the top 25 properties that are currently on the market for sale. And then we built out a performa and uploaded a performa for every one of those properties. So people can, and you just use, there's a, a, a tool called Batch Geo. It's a mapping software that you can embed on your website. It's like 99 bucks a month, uh, but it's a great, great uh, software platform. And then um, that way, when somebody calls you and says, hey, I'm thinking about purchasing a property, you know, what do you recommend? You know what? I've got this great website. We've actually already done the work for you. We've done the top 25 properties that are currently on the market. Uh, you can go to it. And the best part is you can gate the content and you can make it where they have to enter in their email address to, to download the Performa. And so then you're capturing those leads. But we see these things getting you know uh, forwarded to you know realtors. And then realtors, here's the funny part. And I can say this because I'm a former uh, recovering realtor. You know, we, you know, realtors are inherently lazy. And you know, before they're going out there and doing their showings, they're like, oh shoot, I've got a showing in 10 minutes. I've got to, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, panicking and they email you, Heather, saying, hey, please give me rental projections for these five properties. Well, we see time and time again, you'll see like a download, 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 download from a, a realtor who is just printing out your performance and your projections. And then you, you know what they're doing? They're passing those out to those prospective buyers. But even if they don't go to those buyers, guess what? Those performers are branded with your information, your phone number, your mm-hmm. email address, your website, and you're seeing these uh, performers all over the place. So that's a great strategy that anybody can do just by you know paying 99 bucks a month and leveraging a platform like Batch Geo. Yeah, you mentioned that on a previous episode with us, and and I had some people, a few people say that yeah, they'd found that really, really useful. Wow, can't believe we've uh, we've got through the time here, Brooke. I, I love talking with you. You know, this is of my course. this is my passion, as it is yours. So yep. you know, talking about these things always fires me up, motivates, inspires me, and I'm sure it has to everyone else. So um, just before we, f- we finish, just talk a little bit about Vintori. Uh, you you yeah. talked about yourself earlier on, but let's, let's hear about the company. Yeah, so uh, Vintori, again, is a sales and marketing platform that helps uh, professional vacation role managers grow their inventory. So it's uh, made up of really three parts. You know, it's a, a data platform. We're building out the largest database of vacation rental homeowners on the planet. That's, you know, kind of step one. Uh, the second piece is we're a full marketing agency. So we've got graphic designers on staff. We've got copywriters on staff. We've got digital marketing experts on staff. And their their job is to build out an omni-channel marketing program that helps professional vacation rental managers add more properties and, and do that marketing. And then uh, the last piece is we built a CRM and marketing automation uh, system uh, that helps you keep track of all these leads, does those long-term nurturing, has those built-in features that we talked about before, um, like the ROI calculator, uh, interactive calculator, billing out landing pages. And the best part, too, is all of our enterprise partners get a, a dedicated partner success manager. So this partner success manager, think of them as your ninja, right? It's your, it, it, it's the, they're the best on the planet at inventory acquisition. This is all they do. And they are doing this for many other uh, you know, customers, many other partners. So they get to see what works, what doesn't work across you know, over 300 different uh, companies. Um, and we take those best practices and all those learnings in aggregate. You know, think about that. How many, you know, hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. if not millions, of direct mail pieces are going out every year? How many email campaigns? How many, you know, all those different things? We get to see in aggregate what's working and what's not working. So yeah, so for less than the price of a part-time assistant, you're getting like an entire team and software platform 
that helps you uh, grow your inventory. And there's such a strong ROI on it. It's it's kind of like a money machine. You're putting dollar bills on one end and out, you know, $25 bills and $50 bills are flying out the back end. Um, so I'm super passionate about this and uh, love what I do. And I've got a great team of over 60 growth experts um, and just uh, ecstatic about helping uh, anybody out. And even if you don't sign up with Vintory, I'm always happy to, you know, help out. Like I said, that's our mission to help every vacational manager, you know, achieve their inventory growth goals. So if you go, you know, that's what, again, why we wrote the book. Uh, so if you want to, uh, you know, you can get a copy at five bucks on Kindle, 15 bucks, I think, uh, on, a, on a paperback, 100% of the proceeds go to charity. Um, and then, you know, we've got tons of resources on our website and videos and every single webinar, every single conference presentation I've ever done is, is on there. So always happy to share, uh, share that content out with the community. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm sure everybody else appreciates that too, Brooke. So uh, I'll make sure that all that that information on Vintori is in the show notes as well as the link to the book. You should buy it or download it or whatever you do with books these days. (laughs) um, I'm I'm still flicking backwards and forwards through it and and finding little nuggets everywhere. So really congratulations for doing that. I think you. you did a a fantastic job and thank you so much for joining me again thank you well thank you so much brooke always an absolute pleasure to have you on the show just imparting so much great great information so go to amazon and download onto your kindle or buy the paperback as I say, I'm, I'm going backwards and forwards through it and just underlining and there's some really good stuff in there. So for, for any of you wanting, thinking of growing a business, you can't do better than to read that and to get in touch with Brooke. Go to one of the presentations or go to his website and watch the webinars. I always love the bit about performers and working with realtors. It's something I'm going to be doing more of over the next uh, year or so. And I will come back with those results. So, wow, that went on, on, on for a fair while, probably because I talked far too much. But, you know, just saying to Brooke, I get, I'm so inspired and motivated by the whole thing of owner attraction that it, uh, it, it turns me into a bit of a motor mouth. It was almost like I was interviewing myself, which I should never do as a podcaster. But, but hey, Uh, Every so often I can go off on one. Um, So thank you so much for being with me and having me in your ear today. Uh, It's always a pleasure to be there. And (laughs) I will look forward to being back with you very shortly. And I will be talking a little bit more about the whole process of uh, of selling a company because it's been a huge eye-opener for me. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, how to how to put it. It I've learnt. I've learnt so much. I have learnt that I should have learnt more before I went into the process. But now I've done it. I've got that knowledge and I want to share that with you. So I'll be doing that in a number of ways as we go along. So that's it for this week. I'll be back next week, of course, as I always am, and I will talk to you then. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.